Welcome to Victory Christian Center's audio podcast. We hope this message encourages you, and we look forward to connecting with you on social media or FCCFMD.com. Me gustaría invitar el predicador hoy, el pastor Esteban, pastor Esteban es desde Virginia, él es un predicador y un misionario. Pastor Stephen, would you come this morning? Es un hombre de piel y un hombre de Dios, y él tiene una palabra, el Señor para nuestros hoy. Amén. Amén. Because the church is a triumphant entity, a triumphant church. Jesus is coming back for a church that is triumphant. Jesus va a venir pronto por una iglesia sin manchas y I give honor and thanks to Pastor Ashley and Pastor Leopold and Pastora Blanca. Gracias a cada uno de los pastores, al pastor Ashley, pastor Leopold y pastor Blanca Garza. And as Pastor Ashley mentioned, I'm a missionary. Como mencionó la pastora Ashley, soy un misionero. My church is in the largest Islamic nation on the face of the earth. Mi iglesia está en una de las naciones más grandes. God has given me a beautiful young congregation. Dios me ha dado una congregación muy bonita y joven. I am the oldest person in my church. Amen. My whole congregation is under the age of 30. And they are all the first generation of their families. To turn from Mecca towards Calvary. Amen. 
to leave Mohammed and go to Jesus. <laughs> so I thank you today for your uh, praying for me as a missionary. And supporting me as a missionary. Pray for me as I return uh, in July. And I go overseas again with the gospel. Pray for me. Amen. If you have your Bibles this morning. Turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 16. And we will read Matthew, chapter 16, verses 17, 18, and 19. For the sake of time this morning, we will read it while Brother Oscar read it in Spanish. And we can follow along in English in our Bibles. All right. Amen. Entonces le respondió Jesús: Bienaventurado eres, Simón, hijo de Jonás, porque no te reveló carne ni sangre, sino mi Padre que está en los cielos. Y yo también te digo que tú eres Pedro, y sobre esta roca edificaré mi iglesia. Y las puertas del Hades no prevalecerán contra ella. Y a ti te daré las llaves del reino de los cielos. Y todo lo que atares en la tierra será atado en los cielos. Y todo lo que desatares en la tierra será desatado en los cielos. Let us turn to the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, and verse 18. Vamos a ir al libro de Efesios, capítulo 2, versículo 18 al 22. Ephesians, chapter 2. Verse 18 al 22. Amen. 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 Ni atendecidos, sino con, con ciudadanos de los santos y miembros de la familia de Dios, edificados sobre el fundamento de los apóstoles y profetas, siendo la principal piedra del ángulo Jesucristo mismo, en quien todo él edificó, bien coordinado, va creciendo para ser un templo santo en el Señor, en quien vosotros también sois juntamente edificados para morada de Dios en el Espíritu. Señor, te damos gracias por tu palabra en este día. Señor, permite que esta semilla plante en nuestras almas. Padre, permite que esta palabra crezca en nosotros. Como los ríos de agua viva. God, let your word be a shelter for us. Señor, permite que tu palabra sea nuestro. Let your word feed us today, O God. Permite que tu palabra, Señor, nos llene este día. God, let your word strengthen us today. Señor, permite que tu palabra nos fortalezca en este día. God, give me clean hands and a pure heart. Señor, dame manos limpias y un corazón limpio. That I might be worthy to stand behind this this uh, pulpit and preach today. 
Que eu não sou digno de estar aqui para predicar tu palavra. Senhor, manda essa unção. That destroys every yoga bondage. Que destrói o mal. Amen. Father, we ask this prayer. Senhor, te pedimos em oração. In that name that is above every other name. E o nome que é sobre todo nome. That name that is holy. Esse nome que é santo. That name that is priceless. Esse nome que não tem preço. The unconquered and everlasting name of Jesus. O nome soberano de nosso Senhor Jesus Cristo. And everybody said. Amen. We find ourselves today living in an uncertain atmosphere. Nos encontramos viviendo en una atmósfera bien extraña. These are troubled times. Son tiempos de aflicciones. We just watched the video from our brother in Texas. Acabamos de ver el video de nuestro hermano en Texas. My heart has been heavy all week long. Mi corazón ha dolido toda la semana. I found myself weeping all week long, crying. Me he encontrado llorando toda esta semana. We are living in days of trouble. Estamos viviendo en días malos. The adversary, the devil, el diablo, is going upon the face of the earth seeking to destroy everything that is good and everything that is precious. El diablo anda como de un ardiente viendo a quién devorar. All around us today there is hostility and there is heartache. People are consumed by fear today. Las personas son consumidas por el temor. Their lives are governed by fear. Sus vidas son gobernadas por el miedo. For much of the past three years the people have their lives have been governed by fear. Por los últimos tres años, las personas han permitido que sus vidas sean gobernadas por el miedo. Some people today are paralyzed by fear. Algunas personas son paralizadas por el temor. They cannot function because of fear. No pueden trabajar por el miedo. But it is the will of God. Pero es la voluntad de Dios. For us to walk in power. To walk in authority. Caminar en autoridad. To walk in strength. In order for us to be a church that walks in power. Para que nosotros seamos una iglesia que caminemos en poder y autoridad. In order for us to be a church that walks in authority. Para ser una iglesia que camina con autoridad. We have to know our identity. Tenemos que saber nuestra identidad. We have to know who we are. Tenemos que saber quiénes somos. Because if you don't know who you are, si no sabes quién eres, Satan will convince you of an alternative identity. Diablo te va a engañar de una falsa identidad. He'll whisper in your ear. Te va a hablar en el oído. He will tell you that you are weak. Te va a decir que eres débil. He will tell you that you don't have power. Te va a decir que no tienes poder. He will tell you a lie that you not have any authority. That's why it's so important for us as the people of God to learn to listen to the voice of God. Es importante escuchar la voz de Dios. Jesús dijo, My sheep know my voice. And another they will not follow. 
I want to know what the voice of Jesus sounds like. Because I don't want to get confused and start listening to another voice. I just want to listen to Jesus. Amen. If we as the people of God on earth si nosotros como los hijos de Dios if we as the church and the living body of Christ on earth si nosotros como el cuerpo de la iglesia de Cristo if we are not careful si no tenemos cuidado we will find ourselves listening to another voice vamos a encontrar escuchando otra voz we will find ourselves walking in confusion vamos a encontrar caminando confundidos and we will find ourselves paralyzed vamos a encontrarnos paralizados by that same fear that same darkness that has control of this world we must not forget that we are the sons and the daughters of God we must not forget that greater is he that is within us we must not forget that the blood of Jesus not only has the power to save us but it also has the power to keep us Amen we must not live in bondage to fear I can testify today that our God is a guardian. Our God is a healer. Our faithful God is a way maker. Many, many, many years ago, in the late 1930s, my grandmother was one of the first people in Virginia to become a Pentecostal. She grew up an Anglican uh, in a very traditional church. But God, when she was 16 years old, the Pentecostals came to our area for the first time. And my grandmother got all dressed up one night to go to a dance. She had some nice little high heels on. She put on a blue dress. Her hair was just right. But she had to walk to get to that club to go dancing. And uh, her mother, uh, before my grandmother left the house, her mother warned her. And said, God, you're going to have to walk past that new Pentecostal church. Be careful. Because you never know one of those Pentecostals might jump out from behind the tree and sprinkle some magic powder on your head and you will lose your mind and you will start speaking in a language that is not English 
Vas a empezar a hablar. So me voy a quedar aquí unos 10 minutos y después me voy a bailar. Two and a half hours later, Dos horas y media después. My grandmother stood up to leave the church. Para irse de and she, the Holy Ghost turned her around and pushed her down to the altar. Se casó y le estaba dando luz a un hijo. She was a very bad uh, experience giving birth to the child. Fue una mala experiencia dar la luz. She began to hemorrhage blood. Blood began to flow from her body and it would not stop. Empezó a sangrar y no paraba. And so she slipped into a coma. She fell asleep. Cayó dormida. And for three days and three nights, my grandmother did not speak, did not open her eyes, and did not move. Por tres días y tres noches no abrió sus ojos, no habló. Hallelujah. Amen. No llamaron a un doctor. Instead, they called for the prayer warriors, the intercessors, the praying women from the church to come and pray for my grandmother. Estas mujeres llegaron y tomaron Rain un rato por ella. Amen. One at the third night at about two o'clock in the morning. En la tercera noche, como de una de la mañana. All those prayer warriors and intercessors had gone and fallen asleep in the living room. Todos esos guerreros de oración se dormían en la sala. There was only one woman left who was awake, and she was sitting next to my grandmother. Solo se quedó una mujer despierta sentada. My grandmother woke up. And she opened her eyes. And she summons what strength was left in her body. And she said to that sister. My sister. I believe if you would anoint me with oil in the name of Jesus. I believe that God will The only oil we have in the house is kerosene. There's no cooking oil left. And my grandma said, the Lord didn't specify what kind of oil. The Lord didn't say it had to be extra virgin olive oil. The Lord didn't say it had to be crystal 
Dice que unge a los que están enfermos. And each one of them anointed their fingers in kerosene. Amen. And they anointed my grandmother from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Thankfully, it was a sanctified house. So nobody was smoking cigarettes. That's Otherwise, my grandmother would have been up in flames. But they prayed with faith, believing. With the smell of gasoline, kerosene in the air. And God healed my grandmother. And she rose up with strength and power. The doctor told her that she would never be able to have any more children. Hallelujah. But she kept on praying that God would give her some more babies. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My grandmother gave birth to six more children. And one of those was a little girl named Mary with black hair. That woman was my mother. I'm alive today because God's a healer. I'm alive today because some women anointed my grandmother with kerosene in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. God's good. I'm going as fast as I can. Amen. Uh, God's faithful to his word. He's a windmaker. He can give us favor with our enemies. He can make even our enemies to be at peace with us. He can make a highway where there seems to be no way. I remember uh, probably uh, 16 years ago when I was a young missionary in a country called Papua New Guinea. I accidentally overstayed my visa. Por accidente me quedé más el tiempo que debería. My visa expired. Se me expiró la visa. And I was there illegally. Estaba allí ilegal. I didn't realize it <laughs> until one day I was looking at my passport. Hasta que un día vi el pasaporte. And I realized my visa had expired. Me di cuenta que la visa había expirado. I was so scared about what was going to happen to me. Tenía tanto miedo de lo que me iba a pasar. I began to ask questions. What happens if I, if someone overstays their visa? What happens? Well, they told me all kinds of scary stories. They said you, you could go to jail. Uh, well, maybe you won't go to jail, but they won't, they won't let you leave. They'll let you leave the country, but they won't let you come back for 10 years. 
For two weeks, I was very stressed out about this visa situation. I was invited from my home in the jungle in a remote part of the country, invited to fly to the capital and preach at a church there. I stood behind that pulpit. Me levanté. An illegal alien in that country. Amen. Praise the Lord. I preached the word. But I, I, there were some things in the in the in the message that was really hard. God had given me a message that was a word of correction for the nation. And here I am preaching it. Y aquí estoy predicándola. And halfway through that message, y en la mitad del mensaje, where I'm really coming down hard with a convicting word, cuando voy bien duro con la palabra, the devil whispered in my ear, el diablo me dice en el oído, and said, "You're a foreigner. Oh. Tú eres ilegal. You are an illegal alien. You have no. You better be careful what you say." Because if you make one of these people mad, you make one of these preachers mad, they're going to report you to the government. Amen. I preached the word. And I gave an altar call. And a bunch of people came to the altar. One man was very dignified. An older man, mature man with white hair. And the Spirit of God was resting heavy upon him. Tears were streaming down his face. And I, the Holy Ghost drew me to him. I didn't know who he was. But the Holy Ghost said, go pray for that man. And so I stepped off of the platform. And I went and laid my hands on that man and began to pray for him. Oh, hallelujah. I prayed for him in English. In English. I prayed for him in their language. And then the Holy Ghost took over and started praying for him in the language of heaven. Amen. Amen. Upon him. He was weak in the presence of God. Amen. After service, he came up and, and he said, Reverend, I hear you have a problem. And I was like, Well, for, for my first reaction was church people talk too much. Who told this man that I have a problem? But I went ahead, I said, yes, I do have a problem. problem. But I, I was whispering. Because nobody, I didn't want nobody else to hear. <laughs> what my problem was. And I said, I accidentally overstayed my visa. And I'm here illegally. And I'm scared of what's going to happen when it's time to leave. <laughs> he said, I think I can help you. And I, and I said, are you a lawyer? <laughs> he said no. I said, are you an immigration agent? <laughs> he said no. I said, are you a policeman? 
Preguntarme un policía. He said no. Me dijo no. I said what are you? ¿Qué eres? He said I am the minister for immigration. The glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Jesus is coming back soon. He's coming back. But Jesus is coming back for a church that is greater than the one he left behind. If Jesus comes back for a church that is not as great as the one he left, he would have failed in his purpose. But the Son of God has never failed and he's not going to start now. Jesus left the church that was full of the Holy Ghost. Dios dejó una iglesia llena del Espíritu Santo. Jesus left the church that the elders had so much power. That when they walked into the hospital, the Bible says their shadow caused sickness to flee away. Jesus left the church that was so full of the Holy Ghost that when two hypocrites named Ananias and Sapphira refused to pay their tithes and lied about where their money was going the Spirit of God killed them before the altar that the saints in that church didn't dial 911 they said let the dead bury the dead and they kept on dancing and kept on shouting Jesus left the church that was full of Holy Ghost power Jesus left the church that was full of apostolic authority and anointing and Jesus is coming back for a church that has power he's coming, he's coming back for a church that is strong a church that is compassionate a church that is obedient to his word it is imperative that we preach this gospel. The urgency of the hour compels us to preach the gospel. We have to venture beyond the borders of our comfort zone. 
Tenemos que irnos fuera de nuestra comodidad. And preach this gospel. What kind of church is Jesus returning for? ¿Qué tipo de iglesia va a regresar Cristo? A holy church. A church that is adorned in holiness. Una iglesia que esté purificada. Holiness is so much more than just clothesline religion. Santidad es más que la religión. Holiness is the very nature and character of God. La santidad es la naturaleza de nuestro Señor. Amen. Jesus is coming back for a church that has the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He's coming back for a church that knows his voice. He's coming back for a church that follows his voice. And does not follow the voice of Satan or false prophets. Jesus said, but he shall receive how? After you have received the Holy Ghost. To be witnesses of me in all the earth. That is the purpose of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's that the church might be empowered. To lift up Jesus. Because Jesus said. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Jesus is coming back for a compassionate church. A church that has learned how to love just like he loves. He's coming back for a church that doesn't have any walls. Por una iglesia que no tiene paredes. A church that will welcome new people in. La iglesia que va a darle la bienvenida a That didn't grow up eating the same grass that they did. Que no se crecieron comiendo la misma carne que ellos. He's coming church that will stand up for what is right. Yeah. Que se that will stand up for what is holy. Yeah. Even when truth has fallen in the street. We're living in a day when truth is falling in the street. Jesus, I'm getting ready to close. Amen. But Jesus is coming back. For a church that loves justice. A church that loves mercy. He's coming back for a generous church. A church that will give freely. A church that has an open heart. To be a blessing to those who need to be blessed. He's coming back for a church. That has the power to destroy every yoke of bondage. Jesus is not coming back for a backbiting, lazy, politicized, religious institution. Jesus is not coming back for a church full of backbiters and gossipers. He's not coming back for a church full of Pharisees. He's coming back for a church that lives holy. Jesus is jealous of his name. He protects his name. I don't know about y'all, but the name of Jesus is precious to me. Because I know the power that's in his name. Hallelujah. I, 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 I 
He visto el poder de Dios. I've seen his name raise people from the dead. He visto muertos resucitar. I've seen his name heal people when they were about to die. He visto su poder sanar a los que se estaban I've seen the power of his name. He visto el poder de su nombre. He is jealous of his name. Es celoso de su nombre. He will protect his name. Va a proteger su nombre. He is not giving his name. A una esposa that is arrogant, que es arrogante, a bride that is hateful, una esposa que odia. He will do that, amen. No lo va a hacer. Gossiping will make us unworthy of the name of Jesus. Hablar el uno al otro no nos va a llevar al cielo. Division is of the devil. La división es del diablo. Amen. Racism is a sin. El racismo es un pecado. We all have the propensity to be racist. Everybody's born with the propensity, the ability to be racist. Todos nacimos con la posibilidad de ser racistas. But if we are in Christ, we are new creatures. Pero en Cristo somos nuevas criaturas. We cannot walk worthy of the Lamb. No podemos caminar siendo dignos. If we fail to overcome the ancient strongholds, of racism within our societies. Jesus is coming back for church. Where love never fails. A church that has learned to love beyond our own culture. Beyond our own language. And beyond our skin color. Debemos dedicar nuestra vida a la congregación. Seeking to break down the walls of racism and tribalism and division. Que anhela destruir la maldad. That is hindering, holding back the growth of the church. Que está deteniendo el crecimiento de la iglesia. Jesus is coming back for praying people. Jesús viene por gente que ora. People who know how to pray. Gente que sabe orar. The problem with a bunch of Pentecostals today is they've forgotten how to pray. To be a people who live by prayer, you have to be patient. And a lot of these Pentecostals today don't have patience to pray. Amen. But we need to be a praying people. It is prayer that heals us. It is prayer that delivers us. It is prayer that provides for us. It is prayer that blesses us. We have to become a people who walk in prayer. Amen. I'm alive today because of prayer. Several years ago, several two men tried to kill me, tried to assassinate me. Años atrás, dos hombres trataron de matarme. I was getting out of a car on the side of the road in Papua New Guinea. Estaba saliendo yo de mi carro en otro país. One of the church mothers was driving the car. Una de las madres de mi iglesia estaba manejando el carro. She was dropping me off at my home. Estaba dejando mi casa. I was getting out of the vehicle. I had one leg out, one arm out of the car and, and she yelled at me and said Pastor Stephen get back in the car 
estaba saliendo del carro y cuando estaba a punto de salir me dijo regresa I looked up to see two gunmen two men carrying uh, weapons coming running from out underneath the rain trees in my direction cuando miré para arriba miré dos hombres con armas corriendo de nosotros they were yelling at us to give them the car and for them for me to give them my money gritando que le diéramos dinero en nuestro carro I got halfway back in the car me metí casi en mitad and that mother put all the way down on the accelerator yes. that car flew amen hallelujah uh, uh, she quickly turned the car around and we almost hit one of those men who had a gun y le dio vuelta rápido y casi le pegó uno de esos hombres I finally got my body back inside and I slammed the door entré al carro nuevamente completamente y se ve la puerta I started praying in English Pensé orar en inglés. She was praying in her own tribal language. And then at the same time, simultaneously, we both started praying in the Holy Ghost. When we got to a safe place, we stopped and got, got out of the car. We were thanking God for saving us. And we, we thought, oh, it's amazing that those bullets did not come in here. But we looked and on top of the roof of the car, there were these two straight lines going like this in the paint where they had fired their bullets and the bullets just skidded on top of the paint of the roof of the car but did not come inside the vehicle. In that moment, the word of God was made alive to me where the Bible says a thousand shall fall on one side and ten thousand on the other but it will not come close to you I used the last bit of money I had on my phone to call my mama in Virginia And, and I started explaining mama I almost died and my mother said what time did that happen and I quickly calculated the time difference between Papua New Guinea and America and I said that was about 4 o'clock on Thursday here so that would have been about maybe 2 o'clock Wednesday your time she, she said oh Stephen oh Stephen she said I knew it was going to be good but she said oh Stephen I knew it was going to be good good one amen a las 2 de la mañana nuestro teléfono and it was an older man in our church named brother Bobby y había un anciano en nuestra iglesia llamado Bobby and my mother answered the phone and he said sister Mary y mi mamá contestó el teléfono y le dijeron I don't know what's wrong no sé qué es lo que pasa but the Holy Ghost woke me up el Espíritu Santo me levantó and I saw Stephen's face and I heard his voice y vi a tu hijo y oí su voz and I think we need to pray for him right now y pienso que necesitamos orar por él and so They began to pray together until the Holy Ghost began to pray through them. And at that same moment, 
ese mismo momento. 10,000 miles across the earth. Jesus is coming soon. 
Jesus been and I want to be ready for his coming but I'm not going to go to heaven by myself I'm going to take as many people with me as I can And I saw a white horse. Y un and there was one sitting on that horse who had a name. Había uno en el que tenía un His name was faithful and true. Amen. Su fiel y his eyes were like the flame of fire. Su ojos como fuego. And on his head was many crowns. Muchas he was clothed in, in a vesture and clothing that was dipped in blood. Una de and his name was called the Word of God. Amen. That's our Jesus. Yes. This Jesus is the source of our strength. He's the source of our life. He's the source of all the blessing we have. We can live today. We can live today free of fear. Libre de miedo. Because of this Jesus. Amen. Do you understand this morning? I don't know what trouble you have today. I don't know what burdens you may have carried through those doors when you came inside this sanctuary. But the Spirit of God knows. Hallelujah. I have felt his presence in this place all morning long. I felt his presence when I pulled into the parking lot. Before I even got out of the car, I recognized that the Holy Ghost was right here. The Holy Ghost was before we got here. Hey. Blessed be the high name of Jesus. His spirit is here. Y'all, that's such a privilege. That's such a blessing. That the spirit of the most high God is right here with us this morning. I don't know what you have need of today. But the Spirit of God knows. If you need anything from the Lord, either come to this altar or lift up your hands where you are. 
And we are going to come before the mercy seat of God. Some of you may be stressed out today because of finances and lack of money. Some of you may need direction in your life. You're standing at a crossroads and you need God to give you direction. Some of you have broken relationships that you need God to heal in your family. Some of you may have sickness in your body. And you need God to heal you today. I don't know what you have need of. But God is here. I don't know what your burden is today, but His Spirit is here to help you. I want to pray for you today. Father, we thank you for everyone who's here this morning. God, we feel your presence here. We acknowledge the Shekinah glory of your presence in this place. We acknowledge your authority in this place. We acknowledge that you are the first and the last. That you are the beginning and the ending. God, we thank you for being our healer today. If you have sickness in your body, I want you to place your hands wherever that sickness is. Father, in the name of Jesus, I see the blood of your son over your people. From the top of their heads, all the way down to the soles of their feet. Let your healing virtue flow in this place. Let your blood flow in this place. God, heal your people. God, we rebuke diabetes. We rebuke cancer. We rebuke heart disease. We rebuke the, the, the lasting effects of COVID. God, we rebuke sickness in the name of Jesus. God, you see those today who have relationships that need to be healed. There are fathers that need relationships healed with their sons. Mothers, let me relationship with their daughters to be healed. God, I pray that you would restore families in the name of Jesus. God, there are those here that have financial needs. There are those don't know how they're going to pay the bills this week. Bob, you are our Jehovah Rapha. You're our Jehovah Nisi. You're our Jehovah.
rising glory. Bless him, Father, in the name of Jesus. David said, David, I was young, joven, but now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. That's our God. That's our God. Gracias Dios por esta oportunidad de predicar. Perdóname por predicar mucho tiempo. Pray for 
Ore por provisión. In the name of Jesus. We're going to uh, receive an offering in just a moment to bless Pastor Stephen. But first, uh, I'm going to ask Pastores Blanca y Yepol if they would pray over him. Would you stretch your hands forward? Amen.
this. We're going to take a, uh, an offering this morning for Pastor Stephen. So everything that is given is going to go directly to him and his ministry to help him uh, get back and reach people around the world. So Derek, would you pray over the offering this morning before we receive it? Dear God, I pray for this afternoon. Dear God, yes. I pray that everybody in this world who believes in Jesus, everybody Victor Christian Center's audio podcast. We look forward to connecting with you on our social media or at FCCFMD.com.